0: get a lot stream 702.com the only <laughs> you should watch anything
1: look at that chris St- haas is already starting us off
0: <laughs> how are you my friend how are you doing i'm doing well how about yourself
2: good i got i got a good nap in today so like i said i feel like, I feel like maria and sound the music today <laughs> the hills are alive the hills are alive indeed So everybody, welcome. This is uh, this, it's Wednesday, September sixth. It is seven zero three. It's after Dynamite. Um, I am your host, Carlos. I'm joined here with John. Um, also, so we're here with the Wrestling Fan Insight to give you your post Dynamite show today on Twitter Space. We're part of the SageUp Up Network. Um, again. Thank you guys for being here with us. Um, but again, this is kind of a space that's open to anybody. So if you want to talk today about what's going on in AEW, talk about what's going on in WWE this week so far, um, that's for, is feel free to. Something that we kind of um, promote here is being an open space where you're it's able, you're okay. It's okay to have an opinion, you know, and it's okay to share it. And we're just here to have a fun discussion about what was going on so far with AEW and um and everything else so john what'd you think about this week's aw oh, so far oh chris chris didn't watch it yet, huh chris No, I've watched it
1: oh cool nice all right I did homework for once yeah. nice wow my <laughs> gosh Have to give yeah, you a I gold star
0: have all the answers i changed the questions <laughs>
1: Where, what are we gonna do now that we're all updated with
2: chris Shit. Well, I'm just I'm just not gonna take a shit now anymore when he when he says he's not like you know, now I know now if I know he just didn't do his fucking homework, I gonna flip back from no more. Tough shit. You know? I, can't,
1: I can't go run and have a pee break either. What the hell? Yeah. Is this? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, why don't we start off with the all-out pay-per-view? Because you know, on Sunday takedown we just gave our predictions. Uh did you wanna start with the, what you thought or did you want me to start?
2: Ladies first, so I'll go first. <laughs>
1: That's right. You get on. Bitch. <laughs>
2: um, you know, again for me, it's um, my opinions change about this a lot because I think, um, I just to me like I've I've been hearing on different podcasts, I was listening to different you know shows and stuff this week, and one thing they were talking about was you know to oh well all In's their new WrestleMania, and I don't agree with that. I think I think I think they should have went with All Out. To me, like I would give the show eight out of ten. Um if if it would have been if they would have honestly if, if we would have got Eddie Kingston and Cesar and and, and Claudio in, in a, one on, a one on one match and if um and if um we uh, and if we would have got just lost or just and if we would have got um M.J.F. defending the title would be it would have been ten out of ten, you know. And at the same time, like once I once I watch this, I'm watching it, and I'm reminded of the fact that you know, like, um, oh well, you know, here we had you know Roman Reigns, you know, not defending his title, you know, at money at Money in the Bank, and he was just on the card. Yeah. So so it's like I kind of gotta kind of remember like everybody does this, but at the same time, it's like I just to me M.J.F. should have been defending the title because to me, All Out is the WrestleMania. But I, I think I thought the last um, the last. I Thought it was, it was the same thing as all in, if you ask me. The first the the, the card was kind of slacking at first, and then it kind of kicked in the gear at, at the last the last half of the card. Um, but I was really entertaining. I, I thought I, I love Ricky Starks and Danielson. Again, to me, my one thing about that ma- that match is it's not really to me, like strap matches should be blood feuds and it should be like when you're culminating a big feud. Like it shouldn't just be something that that you just go to like, I mean, even though in Tony Khan, he's hit it, he's hit it two for two. What I mean by that? So when he did the, when he did the strap match with the Briscoes and FTR, they hit it out of the part too, but don't push your luck. Cause to me, it's one of those things where again, a strap match should be used for a blood feud. And then I thought, I thought Moxley and orange Cassidy killed it. I think they did a really good job. Um, and again, it's not, I don't. I don't doubt that. I don't. I don't have a doubt that the, that the talent's not going to step up. That because they have a really good roster, um, but to me, it just should have been a better build, and it should have had those two. I could get, again, if it would have just had the world title match, and if we would have got Claudio versus Kingston one on one, it would have been a ten out of ten. And because to me, you lost Punk, um, step up and and give us those other matches instead of holding them off for later times.
1: You know, I. I called out AEW in one of our Sunday takedown episodes and the thing I was going to say is you're going to have a hard time having back-to-back cards with two pay-per-views in (laughs) a one-week period and I have to say in some ways they actually kind of showed me wrong and I don't know if you listened to Ted the Hillbilly Hill this week on the I did yes and he was even amazed with how all out turned out. So um, there, I'm going to give AEW props, even though it was kind of.
2: No, like, you're supposed to be the angry man on the porch. No, not give them
1: props. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, um, no, I just get so tired of people going, oh, you're a WWE stan, or you're an AEW mark. No, I'm, I'm fair to everybody. And the one thing I will say is I am going to give AEW their flowers. Even though the all-out pay-per-view was not built very well, I still think the talent did a great job pulling together and putting on a good show, even though we just had a great one the week before. But I do have to agree on one thing is I don't think all-in is their WrestleMania, and I really hate to say it, I don't think all-out's really their WrestleMania I really think Revolution's kind of been more of their WrestleMania out of any of them. Just like WCW had Starcade, you know. Starcade was WCW's WrestleMania until freaking Survivor Series came into play and then they had to move Starcade from November into December. But no, I mean I, I I'm giving AEW their flowers for sure for back-to-back pay-per-views in a one-week span. So great job! I thought everything was entertaining. Unfortunately, I was not able to catch the tail end of the John Moxley and uh, the Orange Cassidy match. Thanks a lot to the theaters for shutting it off five minutes before it ended. But you know, it just I thought overall they put on a great main event despite it being a mid-card title for the main event.
2: And I agree with that, you know, and to me, like, and, that, and that's the one thing I think that we got to remember with this is like, um, I think with AEW, like we've been very spoiled as fans, you know, we've gotten to watch a lot of great cards and they've had a lot of good talent. And, and I think, and I think when it comes to things like this, like they deserve growing pains, but at the same time, like, it's okay. Like if like, again, if I'm Tony Khan and to me, like, you know like when he when they first went to like new york for example like getting to go to you know they didn't go to mass they didn't go to mass square garden they didn't, they didn't try to go to wb's house they made a house of their own with with grand slam and to me like that's fine like like still still honor that and, and still make it yours but then just just but just but just go all in to you know to pun to pun their own thing you know and, and let that be a pay-per-view like to me like all in all out and and Grand Slam, they should all be separate pay-per-views. And to me, like if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go to that 12 pro, to that 12 um, thing pay-per-view, you know, model, then then you know just spread just spread them out, you know. Because I mean, I get it, you know, you and they're your marquee of things, but don't don't have to have such three things back to back. And I don't have a problem with all in and all out being close together. Because again, in WWE, we get WrestleMania Night one and Night two, but it's just it's just it's just to me building it up correctly um and again like it's easy to it's easy to play armchair quarterback and armchair booker when we're when we're sitting here um the one thing for me that i would do is is, is i would have the own heart tournament now and i would have the winner with that of that being being the one to get the title shot at grand slam because that to me just doesn't this doesn't make sense as to why it's just too much going on too many tournaments too much, too much other stuff going on, and to me, like having the own heart tournaments in the finals at, at all in in Wembley, that's something that those fans would eat up, you know. So to me, it's just hopefully. And again, they're they're still learning, and and for me, I've been to give Tony Khan the benefit of the doubt, you know. He 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 did go in the right direction with getting rid of Punk, but to me, like we were talking about before we come in, came on the air, um, I'm still looking for him to take more direction with as far as you know getting rid of um you know like to me like AR Fox, I love the guy, but he shouldn't be on TV right now. Because, you know, he cost them money, He you know, he, he cost them a big match, you know, with as far as, you know, not letting them know about his travel issues. And to me, like, you can't be rewarding talents, bad behavior. And so to me, the one thing I'm looking for with them in the future is kind of just seeing that, you know, they're going to just kind of, there's plenty of other guys that want TV time, you know, so let those guys have TV time and, and be okay with punishing guys who are not doing the right thing for what's best for business. Like don't, don't, don't reward their bad behavior and let them be off of TV, you know, and let, let other guys get that shine. Did anyone else want to get their thoughts about all out before we move on to like to today's show?
1: Going once, <laughs> going. Tough, tough, tough crowd tonight. I know, right? And we have a <laughs> hey, Leroy. Just want to
2: say,
1: Clear <coughs> my throat for a second. Um, Damn, we choked the rat bastard up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not the rat bastard. No, uh, <laughs> just teasing you, like,
3: buddy. Oh man, uh, but uh, I think AEW was a good side show. I feel like Tony Khan been had these. Uh, what I know, this is what I know. Is I've seen this shit So, um, like when I was when I was there the last time, and I'm not even talking about pandemic, but like maybe like over a year ago. I got to sit in and I got the be with QT and Tony and stuff. So Tony and QT are hand in hand. That's his right hand man basically. And because he was like he was like, Hey, you wanna you wanna know other stuff about the uh about you know about the you know about the rest of the world. I don't like to call it the business or industry, I don't like those words, but you wanna know other parameters about that. I said, Yeah, sure. Yeah, I was like, I wanna book because I told him I I'm want am gonna book and like I'm actually gonna put on my own show and book because I think I can. I have a good fear for it, I think. So he was like, Oh, okay, if that's the case, I'm gonna get you in there with Tony and so So he got me in there with Tony and fucking he had fucking like notes on notes on notes on notes and he's like, Oh, what's all these notes for? Like, you know, the pay views and stuff. He was like, These are like notes in advance, like like stuff that he he was booking like three months. I've had of like stuff. He was like, "This is for revolution, and this is for like fucking." well you say fucking, but uh, this is for revolution. This is for all in, and this is for uh, double and nothing and shit. And I'm like, damn. So I feel like he just put out what he had three months ago, and it's the same thing with all in and all out. The card that he already had, uh, he just like just dis- dis- displayed it, uh, um. But I think All Out was really good, and to the main event, and just only showed like the fans, it was Orange Cassidy fans to showed show, that he was uh, you know, uh, showed that he's not only him as a performer, but like, the fans showed it, knowing that he's a main event, world class performer. Uh, not only is going in there modestly, but like, showing it you on know, the main event, in the main event. And like, I don't even think, like you said, the mid-card title, but I don't think it's a mid-card title. Like, like as Cody said, like it's it's like anything that doesn't have the world title shouldn't be a mid card title. I think it's like probably even like a matter of fact. No, I I pretty much have it in the second, like the second title next to the next to the AEW title. Like it's the it's the it's the second biggest championship because that's the way they presented it as. And like the TNT championship is the third biggest title. Um. It's just out, it's not only just out of way to it and how they're ready to book it because, Orange this Cassie was uh, having these banger matches and, and having them in prime position and stuff like good spots on the card like, and like they they would have TNT have it on like collision and then like have it in the, the third match or the fourth match and so reason why I was positioning that is I think it's the third largest tire championship. Just like the TBS championship is like the biggest for like the women's division. Like there's their championship right next to the world's uh championship. So um but no, I just thought all that was good. I liked I like the fucking my I think I think anybody that knows me knows that MJF stepping up to the Samoa Joe was was hilarious because he ended up getting in a uh face lock fucking with him and for what I was heard, that was shoot that wasn't even the storyline <laughs> that was like fucking MJ had to get his big boy pants on and try Samoa Joe and just be like oh uh, you fucking dumbass like what the fuck is you doing no we should <laughs> Samoans unless you have to. I always say this don't pick a fight with Samoans unless you have to because it's like other than that I don't care if you Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns you don't fight Samoans. Like I still remember the fight. I still remember the train system with Records of Haka who's on WoW now. And like she's my nasty hottie and stuff. She's part of my brand. And she speared the shit out of me. And I still remember that shit. That didn't get speared by uh Braun Breaker trainer one time. Those are the most devastating moves that I've took. But uh I thought it was a good card. I thought it was a good payview. So
2: No, and I agree. And like I said, and again, and, and when you just spoke up, you know, to me, um, it reminds me of the fact that, you know, again, as much as I would have liked to see the world title match on there, rewarding Orange Cassidy for all the work that he's done for this year. Cause he really did, he really has elevated that title, you know, to be the second title, you know, I mean, all the TNT title is a distant third now. Um, and again, Moxley has been the guy who's always been there. So uh, to me, I, I, again, I, I guess it doesn't make sense. Um, you know, to, to kind of get in that main event spot. And that's the thing too. Like, you know, it's like, we've been blessed, you know, we've been spoiled with, with, with AEW, um, with all these great cards they've given us over the years. And and again, we need, and, and that's the thing too. Maybe they're just setting the, the, the setting the, um, setting the, the example, like, you know, again, if we're going to be doing 12 pay-per-views now, or they're going to be doing that going forward, you know, you're not, you're, not, you're always, you're going to get filler matches, but again, just, but, but it's okay. Like to me, I would have, I would have, um, grand slam be the pay-per-view in October. Um, and then I would have, um, I would have, um, you know, like I would have kept the other one, what do you call it? The dream one till till December, just space them out. Like, don't like, keep, keep these big fight for the fall, keep these big things that you've already put on TV as your pay-per-views and just spread it out. But I just, and I think you're right, where I think Tony Khan does, have all these things written out in advance. And to me, that's one of the things I just want to be able to see him do more is pivot. You know, you have the talent, you have the big roster, you know, if, if you get, if you have, if you had Claudio and, and Eddie penciled in for the next ring of honor, or they're penciled in for, you know, Grand Slam. Um, there's no reason you can't pivot and just give us the match on sunday you know so that's the one thing i hope in the future that he learns to do more is pivot you know because he instead of you know it's like you know use 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 pencil if you have to in your book instead of ink um because i think you know as as a booker you got to be able to pivot more and just kind of see um you know give fans of give you know just build, build give these fans a card they deserve and that's the thing too for me i think he took, he takes the Chicago crowd a little for granted. And I think that's what he did with this pay-per-view. And I just think, you know, cause I mean, you hear from people that were going traveling far away, like there's, you know, they weren't really excited about the card. So you got to build that trust. And when you have people traveling and when you have a car that's been your big card for so long, um, you got to give, you got to deliver on that. And again, the talent is stepped up, but I just hope in the future that he remembers just to have a plan C in case, you know, in case everything else happens and just build a bigger card. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about tonight's show. So tonight was the was their after show. And um, so we had Moxley defeating Air Fox in the opening bout. And then of course, Orange Cassie came up before that. Um, then we had Chris Dallin Chris defeating Amy Sakura. Um, we had Les Sex Gods defeating Ozzy Open. Then we had the really good mic work between MJF and um, Samoa Joe. I think they I thought they both really killed it on the mic tonight. Um, and again, it's just, it's refreshing seeing the guys step up. You know, I think Joe's one of those guys, again, he was on the, he was on the commentating table, you know, with WWE. And he obviously knows that he has something to offer. And again, I mean, those, that, that, fo- the footage of, of MJF and WWE has been shown so many times, um, you know, being you know, walking him out with security, um, to me this feud just it just makes a lot of sense, and I'm really glad that they're pivoting to this because I'm really excited about this feud. I'm really excited to see where it's going to go. And again, they again they both killed it on the mic. I feel like with MJF, I feel like he brings the best out of people because they know they're going against him. I think Samoa just stepped up and delivered. Um, and then we had, um, we had, um, Roderick Strong defeated, um, Trip Trent. Trent Beretta, and then we had then we had the exchange between between um Swer Strickland and and Darby Allen and Darby Allen or no um Hangman Page, yeah. which I think is really good. And to me, like seeing this exchange, like I would move Hangman Page to Collision. I would have him go be a face of Collision with with um with um Danielson, and then and then have Ricky Starks be the heel on there. I, I would love a Hangman Ricky Stark's feet as well. To me. Like let him separate from the elite a little bit and let him go be the face of a collision on Saturdays um, with swerving those guys. I just think that's the biggest thing for me. I want to see these guys is take up that TV time. I thought again they both they both delivered. I'm glad to see Hangman getting that singles feed that he needs because you know he's he's a former world champion and he to me had he had the best storyline ever in, in all elite wrestling and he's, he was such a good champion. So I'm really glad to see him getting to step up and, um, and, and get the shine, you know, he deserves it. And I think Swerve too, Swerve is him, you know, and I thought what Swerve said was really good. You know, again, saying, you know, if I would have the chances that you had, I would have been the first black champion in this company. I mean, just again, you can tell Swerve sort of listens to what the to IWC is saying, is saying online. And I just think that when you, when you intertwine those things and you get that stuff into, into your promos, it's going to hook people. And I think he did. The one thing I'm not excited for is seeing Brian Cage come out. Do I got to really watch the machine lose to, to hang that again? Um, and then finally in the main event, we saw Darby Allen defeat Nick Wayne. Um, Christian was out there to me again. It's it's a good match, and and again to me, like seeing Darby win was I think the right call. But to me, again with 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 the TNT title kind of being the third title now, I would just like to see Darby Allen elevate past that. I don't want him to see him. I feel like he's being handcuffed with the TNT title. Um, and at the same time, if he brings it back to Stardom, that's okay. But I just I want to see more for him. But I thought overall, I I thought it was a good show. The one thing I the one thing I do want to see more from from these from this from this booking, and again. Um, It's just not so much predictable matches I think especially going into There's so much that they could be building on With this company and I would just like to see Some stronger matches that are going to hook people Instead of just seeing good matches That I know are going to be good But then I don't think they're necessarily going to move the needle With ratings go Um, What were your thoughts on tonight's show John?
1: I thought it was uh, Mediocre The only thing I I'm just really baffled is we got a tournament for whoever wins becomes the challenger for the AEW World Championship. I'm trying to understand why Nick Wayne was placed in that tournament. It just seems a little out of the blue, especially or even
2: Darby Allen. I mean, he just lost well, in the. Darby,
1: yeah, I mean, well, Darby Allen at least seems like a contender, but Nick Wayne is like literally brand new to AEW, there should be no reason he should be fighting or even be considered to be in the tournament. And that's not taken away from Nick Wayne as a wrestler. Just he hasn't earned his stripes yet to be in that. So I think one, we just kind of had matches thrown together out of the blue and we didn't really look at the talent who hasn't wrestled on the pay-per-view card that really should be, having their shot and that's something Tony Khan really needs to start paying a little more attention to um but yeah I usually the weekly programming after a pay-per-view I don't really get into them that much just because one the talent's coming off they're trying to they're trying to get healed up and everything to get ready for the next big show and it, it was what it was. It was just a mediocre show. I don't really have anything more to add to it.
2: But I'm glad that you brought up the thing with them. I'm glad that you brought up the part about, about Nick Wayne, not being, um, not deserving a spot in this tournament. Cause that's where my mind went too. like to me. Um, Again, if you're gonna make things matter, like 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 Miro should have been the number one guy in the, in this tournament. You know, he just he just came off he just came off a win with powerhouse Hobbs. You know, any person who was in a singles matchup um, during this these last two pay per views, like you know, especially for All In and All Out, they should be in this tournament. To me, like if you got a big singles match win, um, you know, you should you know, you should be in this tournament to get a title shot. It just doesn't make any sense. Like Jay Lethal and those guys lost in a six-man, yet he's being in here. You can, I mean, you can just tell what it is. And again, it just, it kind of goes to what Leroy was talking about. You know, Tony Khan has, you know, has in his book, you know, who he's going to have in this match. And it's, and and it's again, it's just one of those things where I'm going to get to this and I'm, I'm going to do it kind of in a half ass way, if, if I'm being honest, you know. Oh, another yeah. tournament, you know. And again, and it's just, to me, like, like it doesn't make sense. None of these competitors make sense. I mean, Trenton lost like a lot. Of, I mean, they, again, yeah, they won. They they won the they won um, the anarchy in the arena. But the, he's like he hasn't won a tag team match or a singles match, and I don't know how long, you know. And it's like, and so to me, it just doesn't make any sense that he's in this tournament either. um I think obviously Roderick Strong and makes sense because of his his thing. But um again, like it's not hard. It's not that hard to book these guys in matches beforehand. You know, he, there could have just been there could have been more qualifying reasons to have these guys on the on, in this tournament than you just kind of feeling like whoever Tony feels like throwing in there.
1: Well, and that's the other thing that bugs me is we're having quarterfinals already. Well, why don't we have some qualifying matches in some way? I think one of the things that I think AEW needs to refocus on is. When they first started, didn't we have a ranking system at some point? It yes. Just, it just seems like we took away that ranking thing, and i I felt like that was something that WCW had over WWF at that time. Was I always looked forward to seeing those top tens toward certain divisions? You know, whether they were listing the top ten tag teams or, you know, the top 10 singles for the World Heavyweight Championship. I think that's something they kind of need to go back to, is focusing on win-loss records, show a top 10 or even a top 5, bring something, at least a little more interest back into that scene. Uh, The other thing that just, like you mentioned, there there was definitely a lot more stars more deserving. You have Powerhouse Hodge, you have Miro. I mean, you've got uh, Ricky Starks, guys who just recently went through some good matches these last couple just years. Just Robinson, White. There's so many exactly. different races. Exactly. Why are we putting the guys who are, I mean, at a come on. He's known as a tag team wrestler. Sorry. I mean, he's been with Chuck Taylor for quite some time, his best friends. There is no reason for him to be in this tournament. Roderick Strong. He's achieved a lot throughout his career, but I don't. As far as AEW, I don't think he needed to be in the tournament. I, I'm, I mean, even though Adam Cole just beat, just went through a match with MJF, we know that's what the counterpoint is. But I think it's pretty clear we know Samoa Joe's going to go through this tournament with ease, and he's going to be the challenger for MJF's AEW championship.
2: Yeah, and that's, and again, so to me, and that's the thing where, and that's one thing where I felt with Tony Khan's booking too, it's like he's, he saves these wins and losses, but what are you saving them for when you have such a, you have such a large roster, and and again, and it's not that hard if somebody loses to like, to build these up again, you know, and it's funny that, you, and it's funny because before you even talked about it, that's where my mind went, was, was the ranking system, and again and when I mean, when they had rant, and when they had dark and dark elevation, you know, the formula was okay, we're going to put these guys on here and they're going and then they're going to they're going to get a couple they're going to get a couple wins over enhancement talent or low card guys like your your Ryan Nemes and your Serpenticos and then and then then we'll show that they've been on a three game the, they shown that we've been we'll show they've been on a you know a, a, a you know th- a three w- match winning streak and that's how come we're going to justify them. And that's fine, you know, but at the same time it's like if it's going to better the product, then they need to go to Warner Brothers and, Discovery and be like, look, we need to do the show so we can have more matches on here. And, you know, and if, if you don't want it on your thing, then let us put it on YouTube. And then when you don't want then when you want it back, it's like, well, we'll, we'll put it back. We'll put it on Max or whatever. But it's just so much different storylines. That's not being said. And again, you have this big talent, you know, and that was one thing I was really – Excited to see if with the Hobbs and in, in a Miro match Is like wow, he actually gave one of these guys a loss. Like, that's a good thing. Because I feel like so many times he's saving these wins and losses for later on down the car. But it's like wrestling is about winning and losses, like it's okay to see somebody win and lose. Like, that's what we're here for. Like, don't don't be afraid to have these big matches. And you have so many big single stars, like, let them get the win. And like I said, it's obvious it's gonna be Joe. So I get I so that's why I feel like he's saving these wins and losses for bigger things. But at the same time, make the tournament seem credible. You know, don't just don't make it just seem like, you know, like, oh, okay, it's obvious what's gonna go on. And even like that, if you're not gonna have Roderick Strong win, then why are you why are you having this play out now unless he's gonna unless him losing is gonna play more into the whiny character that he's playing, then I guess it makes sense there. Um, but yeah, I mean to me. And again, I was happy to see e- Amy Sakura get a get a shot too on TV today. Like again, I like I love Amy Sakura, so I was glad to see her get a sh- get a shot at Statlander. But it didn't. And and, and again, before I forget, um, kudos to those women, two women. They really they really stepped up. Her and her and Ruby put on a good match. Um, and I'm And I am emotionally invested in Ruby. You know, like seeing her not get that win again broke my heart but i am but i'm in, i'm invested in in the fact of getting this maybe see her get it eventually um and again she's one of those people that you know with her facials and everything else like she she should be champion so i hope that he's i hope that he's going to have her win and that that he's just saving it for later down the line because the way that Ruby's able to get you invested in the match and with the, just with her facial expressions and and just, you know, she again, he needs to be utilizing her better. And I hope that's something that's in the plans because um she definitely deserves that spot. Um, but yeah, I just to me it's just um I just want more momentum for them, you know. And I don't know, like if you saw the the numbers for like um for for collision, the ratings, but they're lower than they're lower than rampage, I think this week. So it's like to me, like you just and 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 going back on what you said, too, um, you know, instead of, seeing, instead of seeing Powerhouse Hobbs in a squash match on Rampage, on, on uh, Collision, that's where they could have easily had a, a, a contenders match uh, for, you know, a spot in this tournament. You know, there's just so many different things that they're not utilizing the TV time correctly that they could have just been doing to build a stronger card and get more fans emotionally invested in well, the
1: card. one thing is, let's be fair on, you're talking this past Saturday, Rampage. Yeah, or Collision, to- yeah. Oh, collision, sorry. You need to kind of be fair with one thing. WWE also had their payback PLE, so you know, that was gonna hurt the ratings big time anyway. So I can't really say that Rampage suffered a lot. That should have been expected right there alone.
2: Yeah. And for me, and again, I'm 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 rooting, like I don't I don't I don't want to see them lose this TV time. So I, I just want and so for me, like I just I want to see them um I just I want to see them book it like it has to be must see and to, and to me honestly like I, I mean I work every Saturday night so I don't usually get home until like eleven thirty at night and honestly the first thing I watched was Collision because I want because I wanted to see how what they how they were going to react to to losing CM Punk you know and I thought Ricky Starks you know definitely stepped up and even his promo tonight I forgot about that, that one too, he he killed it you know um he again that dude needs to be pushed to the moon but you know and again I just when you're facing such competition I I just want I just want to make sure that. As long as Warner Brothers Discovery's happy, I'm happy, I guess, and and I just, but I just don't want, I don't want to see them lose that time, and I just hope that they're gonna just continue. To make people have to really decide. Don't, don't make it don't make it an easy decision for people to turn off to turn off your program. Make it a tough decisions where I'm coming from.
1: Without a doubt.
2: Yeah. Did anyone else want to speak about what happened tonight? I mean, the Mark, and you asked for the mic. you have something you wanted to say?
4: Hey guys, yeah. Um, I, I would just like to say that um, I think there's too much of a mishmash of stars in AEW at the moment. I think like the CM Punk thing. I think they could really, really start have a like a fresh start after this guy's gone. I think he should have gone last year. He's gone now, but I think they should really, really get together and build stories for all the guys because I think the problem I think Tony Khan has at this moment in time. He's got too many people there, in my opinion. Um, I think those great wrestlers sitting out, not getting any TV time. He's lost elevation, he's lost dark. I think those were, as you said, I think those were really great uh, shows to push, like squash matches and getting like under talent some time. Um, it's going it's, it's a difficult one, but I thought the show tonight wasn't that great, to be honest. I really didn't enjoy it. Um, I don't like to say that. I think the ladies division needs a little bit more. I, th- I think they need more. They need to push it more. But, you know, I, I just think there's f- a little bit disappointed that they haven't really – I mean, there's time. It might get better. Um, yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to think anything else to say. But thank you for letting me speak. That was very kind.
2: No, and again, and thank you for, you know – thank you for you know for grabbing the mic and speaking um i agree with what you said you know th- that to me is like again like he does have a lot of superstars and again he and that's the thing he needs to show these people and he needs to show people is again if, if i'm gonna be signing all this talent then i need to be able to utilize them correctly and obviously he's not. And the one thing I would like to see him do, you know, is, okay, if you got a hundred guys, go look at this hundred guys and be like, okay, tell, I mean, and again, sometimes in life, you got to make tough decisions. Right. So would be like, who are going to be my top 20, my top 20 single stars. Right. So if it's going to be these guys, then use the other guys to push those guys over and don't be afraid to get those guys losses and and utilize and utilize your talent, you know, like utilize the guys you're not going to use um, to build other people. And, and going off what you said, Mark, that's why I was shocked on this Sunday. When, you know, I thought, I totally thought, I thought Miro, I thought Hobbs was going to beat Miro. And then he had Miro go over on Hobbs and I'm like, okay, so now you're giving the win to the guy who, who you kind of didn't use for a year and who, who, you know, you're rewarding somebody who didn't want to work for you, who didn't want, who didn't want to, um, to come to work, didn't want to do your storylines and you're rewarding him to put, instead of the guy that's been here, that's been, that wants to be with AEW, that's kind of one of your, one of your homegrown talents in the way that you, you saw something in him developed him. He totally turned his body, you know, turned his body over. He's a total company guy. And you had Miro go over on him instead of me, instead of utilizing Miro to put him over, it was just kind of confusing to me. And it just kind of showed to me, like, um, you know, obviously he's, he's still not getting things right. And I'm, and I'm definitely with you too. As far as the women's division, I would definitely like to see stronger booking for them. Like I just I didn't think the like again it's one of those things where I didn't I didn't really think the, the the booking was strong for, um, for you know Ruby and 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 um and Statlander but at the same time the the history that was there built into the card and it's and again the women showed up but again it didn't really make sense tonight you were Amy soccer really hasn't been on TV besides the sh- the match she she lost on Rampage I think this past Friday. But it's like, how does she earn a title match when all she's been doing is losing? So I definitely think that your things are valid. And that's one thing I would like to see with, with collision too. Is again, you have nothing to lose. So why not have two women's matches on collision and let them step up their more and you know, or even doing two on rampage? Just give something to silence the 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 um, critics, you know, and and again, just give this talent a time to shine and also, you know, kind of give put the put up have our have us fans put our money where our mouth is, you know, so if we're complaining about wanting women's matches, give them to us. And if we don't show up to support them, then you can go like we tried to give it to you, but you didn't show up. So, you know, let let the fans show up and support, you know, And, and that's one thing for me. I mean, I'm fortunate, you know, because we we do this podcast and stuff like that. And we know we we do our podcast on Sundays and, and stuff like that. So, in um, Twitter space, so you know, I I you know, watching this is kind of like you know my job, you know, as far as what we're trying to build. So I do watch it, but again, but if I didn't have the time, I again, I I definitely wouldn't have had a problem missing this show tonight.
4: Yeah, I, I get you. Uh, I I think that like right, you've got the the world championship, you got the TNT. You got the uh Orange Cassidy's title for sorry if I get the name of that one. But then the women's division you've got. Three the titles, you know? Yeah. And I think they should really like sit down and go, right, we got these titles. Who's my guys for these titles? and who's my guys that are going to elevate these guys to win these titles, storyline. I think the, he, he was a good long-term storyteller at one time. It's, he's got a little bit away from that, Tony Khan. I think he needs to get back to that. Um, but, yeah, but I, I support the, the the company. I think it's a great company, and I think it's great for wrestling. But, yeah, sometimes you just get a little bit of a question over it, like where did like Trent Barretta tonight? Why, did he, why was he in that match? The little guy, uh, Nick Wayne. Yeah. there was a little bit of a storyline sort of how he got into the business and all that stuff a couple of weeks ago but it was a little bit random that's it's randoms probably the word we're looking for it's a little bit random um but yeah I am really enjoying it and I'm really enjoying uh, listening to you guys it's, it's a great thing it's three o'clock in the morning here in Scotland but uh we're having oh well thank a you model. for joining us yeah no problem man I was I was working late and I thought yeah I'm gonna listen before I go to sleep but yeah uh, thank you very much guys
2: Mark, if I can ask you, what do you what do you watch? What do you watch the program on?
4: So I've got like a IPTV thing, so I watch it on that, and it gives me like live TV for um, over in Scotland. Um, I also have like Fight TV. I pay for the Fight TV for like um, pay per views, but as for like weekly television, we don't get any live weekly television for AEW. We have to watch it on a Friday on ITV. So um if I want to watch it live I got to put it on the ITV IP TV on the internet, my friend.
2: So that's cool that I love because I have a friend that lives there, lives over there in England too, and so she really watches on a Friday. So again, I I appreciate your fandom. I appreciate the fact that you tune in tonight to stay up to watch it. Again, I love meeting fans from across the pond because again, I, your fandom just feeds me. You know, like I think staying up to watch wrestling until three in the morning is a beautiful thing. So thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it.
4: No problem. Thank you guys.
2: Did you did you go to All In?
4: I was there, of course.
2: What were your thoughts on it? What did you, you think of the show live?
4: Incredible. Really incredible. Wembley's a great arena. Um, it was It's exciting for the fans over here because th- there's a lot of us over here. And we know our wrestling. And those big stars came from, I mean, Drew McIntyre is from my hometown. So I, I know him personally. Um, really? Wow. I, guess, I played soccer. I played soccer with his younger brother at one time. So, like, it's great. And Noam Dar was in my brother's class at school. So, like, th- things like that is, is, is awesome. And to see guys like that succeed in the world is, is, is terrific. Uh, as for AEW, um, I, I just I just loved the, – the whole package just felt really great. Um, I've been to a few WWE events over here. Obviously, this was the first AEW one. I didn't want to miss it. But, yeah, awesome show probably a little bit long for some of the younger kids. Um but everybody that stuck with it was rewarded at the end of the night with a great match between Adam Cole and MJF. I thought that was tremendous.
2: And let me ask one more question. Like so like was the crowd that went there were they all AEW fans or were do you think they were were they fans that were just going because it was live wrestling in, in the area? What was what was your feel of the crowd?
4: But there was a lot of like it's hard to say there were diehard Aew fans. you have a lot of guys with a lot of the shirts on. I always judge people with like what shirts they're wearing. Yeah, um, but I think it was more the, there was more an excitement for the um, there's a wrestling such a big wrestling show in the country. I think it was more to do with we we're coming out to show you guys we're here. And there was people from all over the world there, not just not just Brit there was people from all over Europe, all over the world loads of them. I met loads of American people and it was just great to connect with everybody, you know?
2: Yeah. Very cool. Are you, do you, do you want to, do you want to see Drew come to to AEW or do you want to see him stay in WWE? Um,
4: I guess I, I don't really get into like wishing guys here, wishing guys there. I like to just go with the flow. Um, Drew's a a great performer. He's, I mean, his run in 2017 when he left AEW right through to he signed back up was incredible. Um, would I like to see him in AEW? Yes, I would. Um, I'd like to see all the guys in AEW, to be honest. Um, but I think that's a, that also creates a problem, which we're seeing. This They've signed a kind of mishmash of guys, and then there's like, no one's on TV for a long time, and then they're on TV, and then they're off TV. And it's like, happens too much, I think. Really, we need to get back to to make it a, a strong product. I think he needs to get back, sit down, look at all these titles, and say, "Right, this is my guys for this title. This is my guys for this title. I've got two titles for the women's division. Split the women's division, not split it up, but you know what I mean. Put so many groups here. But put like.
2: one, one on, put one on each show. One title and one belt on each show. I yeah, kind of get your yeah
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Even like even one show, or just like have like you've got the TBS, so you have like a group of girls going for that title." Have like create a storyline around that title, create storylines around titles. I think that's what we need to see, and we don't see that enough. In my opinion,
2: no. And again, thank you for sharing your thoughts. Again, uh, I'm, I'm ho- my goal is to go there next year, so I'm I'm, I'm hoping to get the money to go there and join you guys next year for all in. I think it'd be a really cool experience. Um, as soon as they as soon as they announce they're going back, I'm like I gotta try to go. So. That's my goal for 20, that's my goal for 2024. Um and I will have to meet up and have a beer, have a pint if I do that. Um but thank you for joining us. Uh did Chris or Leroy want to give your thoughts on tonight's show?
0: Uh, yeah, Leroy, did you need to go or should I um you can go. Okay. E- e- either way, I mean, obviously, the lack of booking for Nasty Leroy is the first uh, oversight. <laughs> uh, but, uh,
2: make sure you make sure you uh, make uh, sure if you haven't done it, you you put you put his damn in that Ring of Honor thing. Go join. Go join the cause.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I I I actually enjoyed tonight's show. I especially uh, enjoyed the uh, MJF Samoa Joe segment. Um. So I, I I think it's getting back on track. Uh. To the first discussion of um what aew's wrestlemania is i don't think aew has a wrestlemania because i've never heard anybody say that wwe's uh this is wwe's revolution is wrestlemania so um to me there's not enough history built in there um and a bad you know, all in or a bad revolution or a bad all out, people are just going to dismiss as being, uh, another one of the regularly scheduled things, but it'll come around next year. Um, I, I, do enjoy long-term booking, uh, you know, growing up the first three WrestleManias were big with Hulk Hogan. And then, you know, finally we got, uh, my favorite, uh, macho man, uh, being crowned, uh, uh, the tournament of, uh, WrestleMania four, which a lot of people didn't see coming, but, it, and, and then, you know, you book for a long term, you know, it, it, it's like a chapter of a book. Um, you, you've got your first page and then it builds all the way up to, uh, uh, you know, the mega powers explode and, uh, you have uh, Hogan back on top after a year. So th- that would be really nice. Um, I felt like the first four AEW cha- champions were very deliberate. And, in fact, had some sort of tweet about the, the prophecy where they had a promotional picture, and uh, it went uh, Jericho, Moxley, Omega, and Hangman Page before any of these title changes took place. So it felt like it was very uh, deliberate right up until they hotshot uh, Punk pushing him I mean, I, I just didn't understand you, you take a guy that you should obviously have some concerns about and, and push him straight to the top of everything. So that to me is where AEW got off track, but I enjoy long-term, uh, long, um, term, uh, championship, uh, reigns. Um, I don't know. Maybe if I was booking, I think Jericho started off on a three-year contract and I might've booked him all the way through uh, three years, long-term booking. And then Kenny Omega in here from Winnipeg, do a big stadium show at Winnipeg. Once you finally built uh, your baby face challenger up against your three-year heel uh, champion, you know, do a huge show in Canada after COVID's over. I don't know. Just thoughts out there. Um, I'm probably rambling, but I'll give somebody else a chance.
2: And to go like, and to say like what you said to like, I, I, I like the long-term booking too, but going back to the whole pivot thing, like, I think at the time, like, like I would, I would have given the title to Danielson over Hangman, you know? And I think that's where, you know, where Brian came into the company so hot, like, instead of like, oh, well, he's not, he's not the guy written down on a piece of paper. Like that's where I would have pivoted to and gave him the title, just my own personal opinion. You know, I think he would have been a great champion to have in all of your wrestling.
0: (sighs) What I want from a title change is something that's going to elevate business to the next level. So, you know, when the attitude era was hot, you could hot shot the title, Back between The Rock and Mankind, and Stone Cold's going to be the champion who won the Royal Rumble, and then he's going to face The Rock at WrestleMania. And, and those kind of title changes, I don't think, hurt the company. I think that it was a lateral move to go from uh, Jericho to Moxley, and so I didn't understand. Well, I did, I did understand, but I, I, I didn't think it was necessary to go – from uh, turning uh, Omega from face to heel, so that when you went to the championship, it's just uh, what I'd like to see is the top prize is one belt and uh, have it be very deliberate. You you can pivot on all the other minor, you, you know, mid card titles. I, I don't think that that's what draws in uh, casual fans, um, but. For instance, uh, I have an adult brother who knows Chris Jericho and he's never heard of AEW. If you would establish Chris Jericho as a heel champion for three years, because that's the length of his contract, then maybe a very casual person like my brother says, oh, AEW is being built around this person who I recognize as somebody who's a, a main event quality talent. I have never heard of Kenny Omega it must be really big that they're doing this huge stadium show and now i'm curious about you know w- what this AEW competition is now that it's it's uh, a kenny omega champion but if you're just going to move from oh i've never heard of kenny omega to i've never heard of hangman page to i've never heard of mjf why would a casual person that's never sampled the products be drawn in i don't know i'm just
2: I like that point. Um, so, if they were to pivot in the direction that you want them to now, who who should take the title off MJF?
0: Oh, I think MJF should be uh, the the champ. I, I I I know that because he's an AEW original, his contract was less than you know. If you have two competitive bidders for somebody's uh, uh services, uh, you know he his his the, the AEW original contract is going to be much smaller because AEW didn't have the revenue and then the proven track record to say, oh, okay, we can afford to, to pay this person. So he probably is underpaid relative to some of the free agent talents that they brought in afterwards, like Moxley and people like that. Um, so yeah, I, I would, I would keep it on MJF and I would book him very strong. I don't know what his contractual, uh, 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 statuses. Um, but, uh, I, 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 would, uh, build MJF, uh, uh, putting the champion, um, it, not, not just winning it, uh, repeatedly, uh, but, but, uh, being booked, uh, very strong until I had a, a suitable, uh, baby face to uh, turn it over to.
2: John, do you have us, oh, there we, you have us muted. Oh, there we go. Um, no, I agree. And, and so I think, and I think, you know, his contract just, uh, is supposed to be up, up at January 1st, 2024. And that's why, you know, they had the whole bidding war 2024 going on. But, but again, now it's kind of like with him being a face that doesn't really fit, but I, I personally think he's already, I think he's personally, excuse me, Has already signed the extension. Um, But, but we'll find out, I guess, you know, do you have any thoughts, Leroy, you want to share?
3: Oh yeah. Um I think um with the I think I can't say I can't really put it out there, but
2: I'll put it out there.
3: <laughs> I know I know for a fact that he has signed a deal, and I think they're gonna give him even more money for him um, not going to going to going to WWE. But this is the thing. Um, even if even my personal relationship with MJF, I think that if you let one of your homegrown guys go over to WWE. And no matter what happens with his career, you know he said he, you know he don't fucking get along because the money's there, right? But I feel like, and I think he kind of knows, like, and I and I and I wouldn't be talking to him like I'm his friend or nothing. But I think if I'm one of, if I'm one of his friends, if I'm somebody close to him, I'm like, you can go there for money if you want to, but like. These motherfuckers a patty, bro. These motherfuckers a patty, and don't get me wrong that he would have a good spot on on TV, and he would be a he'd be a top guy there. I think he would be. I think he would be like a fucking um a, a strong contender, you know, a strong contender, like maybe like the third contender for for one of the titles, maybe like the world title, or like the. Universal Championship, the undisputed Universal Championship, but I think he'd be so. I think he'd really have to really deep, deep down of like his not creative, but like he can't go as far as he does in AEW. So he definitely, and I think he knows that. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta dig deep of like you can't go to the the dad and and talk about people's moms, all this other stuff when you're a heel. So now you have to really like, which he's a charismatic, This is much, much, is, much as like I say as this relationship I have between him. He's a charismatic guy, and he gets all this shit over. I think once you're all that, you can get just about anything over, no matter where you go. It's just about how you you're being used. So now, now that Cody's over there and LA Knight is over there. You really got to really put the burners on. You really got to put the stuff on. All right. Oh, you're a generational talent? All right. Then we're going we gonna to see. We're going to see. um, And that's just what it is. It's like um, people people will test you. I know this for wrestling. No matter what promotion you're in, once you go to a new promotion and you talk all the stuff about how good you are, how this and that, and you're a top person, people going to want to see that. The promoter going to want to see that. The rest is going to be going to test you. And this is everywhere you go. That's that's what happens. But uh, on an update thing, uh, I think that uh, AW, as long as they. I think if they use, like. I don't think people underestimate a Ring of Honor is doing, though. Because I, I really think, like, Tony Khan is, like, is waiting until he gets on, like, something like a. Something like a HBO Max or whatever. Because I feel like they're gonna have a lot of the guys that are not on that are not on like dynamite. And what I'm what I'm seeing is a lot of those guys that are on Ring of Honor, they also being on Collision because not everybody's gonna pay, you know, uh for the Ring of Honor Club, for the Honor Club. Which is sad because this is a good show. So um they have Billy Starks over there. They have Athena over there. They have like fucking uh, Maria's doing fucking. She's like the general manager. Of what I'm seeing, like she's like one of the general manager or like a manager.
2: The milf and, over there, isn't she?
3: <laughs> so that her and her and fucking uh,
2: milf with the uh, yeah, Colton, yeah, Cole like, and... Cole carter Oh, good lord!
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I got the, yeah, I popped when he had the hot mom shirt. I was like, this guy over here.
2: <laughs> I love it. It's, good. So, it's a good
3: story. I I like that. And then I just like the I like how Athena has somebody to play off of. Like as much as a great wrestler she is, she needed somebody to play off of. Like I always thought she needed like in her current run, she needed like a like somebody like a mentor. Like somebody that she wants to mentor. Like act like she mentored. And then like when the time is right you know, the Billy Starks would like not turn on her, be like, I got to do my own thing. And she would get mad if she would want to do her own thing. And then it would have a whole rivalry. And I think that's where they're going. So I like that. And doing that kind of like, I'm forcing you to hang out with me, being my mentor type shit. Uh, The infantry. This is not because I have a personal relationship with both of them. I I think the infantry is a talented team. And tracking, uh, Sticking Tristador with them is a fantastic thing. Um I, like I said before, I think you know, this stick Shane Taylor promotion with the infantry. I think that's fire. But even if they don't, the infantry is good. I like the Iron Savages. Um I like their whole deal, like their whole the what what do they call them? The fat jack army. I like that shit. That like that that's uh you know, because there's a lot of fat Jack people out there, so it's it's a good thing. Uh, they got a lot of charisma, and like I didn't even know, I didn't even think. Don't say I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't think like both of those dudes had that much charisma to stand next to James, Jameson Ryan, and I, and I, and I trained with Jameson Ryan on the regular. And that motherfucker's got charisma and fucking like it was not too long ago that he came to the fucking factory, and I immediately said to him. Bro, you are a natural promo because we did promos one day and um he just he just started um uh, he just started cutting these promos and stuff and like it, it it was it was better than what it is now but like he was like the natural portrait progressions he had loud voice like he already has a loud voice naturally so it just worked out and then so I thought I was like oh you'd be a fire ass manager on top of a wrestler though like he's he's like a delivering body of, of like, I would say, not even the bad 90s, but, like, the, I would say, mid-80s slash 1994, 5, whatever, when you had the characters and stuff. So, I also think that uh, that the, the Iron Savages are good. And I think, like, Ring of Honor has good stuff. They got the Renegade twins, who are not only a part of my nasty hothead group, but like the reason why I saw so much in them because there was, a, there was a badass tag team that could talk their talk. I, I call them like the female Briscoe brothers because they do talk trash and they do whoop ass. And it's just like, you know, just, I don't want to say no thrills, but they're entertaining at it. But they should be always be kept this hell for right now. But I think they have a solid roster. And then like the AEW thing is like yeah, if they use more people, um, like you said, all that are now on TV, that that that'd be great. And if they use like more independent guys, like I don't know, I know they don't do it on Dynamite, but if they do it on Collision, that'd be fantastic because like, yeah, that gives a lot of guys that are opportunity, that are looking for opportunity. I personally, I was happy with my my former opponents and became my friend uh, Derek Neal, so I was happy for him. He got to do his thing. Uh, I know Kevin Kuhl and him got to be up there. Uh, a lot of the guys from that Midwestern Kentucky area well, that I know, like that I've, that I come down to the South a lot, got the opportunity. So I think that's also a good thing. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think they're heading in a good direction. I think people are sleeping on Ring of regular because I going I to just say this and I'm just let everybody else talk, but uh. I think what people do about when wrestling have to go through a paywall, they kind of give up on stuff. They'd be like, oh, it's on on paywall, so I'm not going to keep up with it. And, like, I get it. It's just like, you know, you got to you gotta pay to see Ring of Honor. And it's like, this is bullshit. Like, I should be able to watch Ring of Honor. And they were like, oh, it's dead. It's dead. And I, I was in a space earlier. Somebody was like, oh, Ring of Honor's a dead brand anyway. It's like, no, it's not dead. It's just you fail to see... What's going on over there because they got a good solid show. It's just, you don't want to see it because it's for about a paywall. Because if it wasn't by a paywall, you give it a shot. And it's just, it's a sad thing. And that's mostly thing for on the indies. Like, I tell people I got good matches, like uh, in New South and shit. And now that New South is in IWTV, he was like, oh, I'll catch it when whatever, the, when it comes on YouTube. Because we do YouTube too. So, I just think people are so used to free wrestling and if it's behind a paywall, they don't want to see it, even if it's good quality stuff, which is a shame because I think that, I think personally, other than their TNT deal, I don't think AEW needs to be on fucking TV, to be honest. Matter of fact, I don't think no wrestling besides WWE, I don't even think they need to be on TV most of the time. I think mostly all wrestling needs to be on streaming services. Because that's what we do anyway. We go to streaming services. So, um, as as my great friend Effie would say, uh, uh, TV is dead, the internet is alive. Uh, and I just think how we just should go through, like, because real, really, who really watches TV other than if you have to watch, like, fucking wrestling shows? Like, nobody really watches TV no more. Like, everybody follows people through the internet. Like, people follow their wrestlers through the internet. That's why I think it's bullshit when people say they don't watch independent wrestling. Like, what? You don't fucking watch shit that's on the internet all the time. Like, I, I don't understand it. And I get it. Like, you you're not aware to it or you have no friends to it. But if you have a friend that watches it and you still don't pay attention to, so then when they pop up on major television, and you don't know who the fuck they are. Uh, I think that's a cop out. That's just me. Sorry, I got a one too long long rant.
2: No, you're good. We got time. It's a, it's a small space tonight.
3: Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so. I, just, I just had to say that though. Like uh, my friend would be like, oh, "Oh, I don't, I can't watch the indies, or I can't watch independent promotions, brother. It's on YouTube, man. It's on YouTube. Not everything is paylog, you know. It's on YouTube. That's why I was like, I seen people in the comments, but like, who's Brian Keith? And like, it was like maybe like I would say twenty people I saw that. I don't know. Oh, this is a black cowboy and uh, ask who he's going against Adam Page. But like, if you really fucking paid attention that Booker T came up on his Twitter and said, yo, this is my student. Okay. This is Booker T student. Let me go see what he, let me see, see what it's about. But I think a lot of people don't do that. Even if Booker T telling you, Hey, I've trained this kid. He's really good. Blah, blah, blah. I'm giving you, this is my stamp of approval. And then he was like, all right, we'll, we'll see when he comes on the brand page. If it was me, I would be like this researching who Brian Keefe is. Luckily that I know who he is and I pay attention to him. And I'm going to have a match with him soon or later. So for his new Texas championship. And I told him I wouldn't take it. So, but yeah.
2: No, and I agree too. And I, and I, and I here's the thing with Ring of Honor is I do feel like it's lost its mystique. Because I feel like when Tony Khan was booking the um, was using Universal Studios to to film it there, it just kind of had more of that Ring of Honor feel, and it kind of felt like it felt like um, it felt more like a Ring of Honor product. Where now now it feels like Ring of Honor Dark, you know. And so I, I get the criticism of it, you know, because again, if, and if if you're filming in front of you know a thousand fans that are Ring of Honor loyal fans and people that really know the product. Then it has a different feel to it than just filming it on, um, you know, with like, like you used to film AEW Dark because you already have television there. You're filming it when you film Collision. And the one thing I wish that Tony Khan would do more, you know, kind of going back to what you guys said. And again, having Mark here made me think about this is, you know, YouTube is YouTube is the one place where they can build their audience, you know, so putting a show that's free on YouTube. Is something that's going to go across to everybody around the world, you know? And I think that's something where he should maybe go fighting more to Warner brothers discovery and be, yeah. And being like, look, if you guys aren't going to let me have the show on, on, uh, on, you know, on max yet, then let me stream it here first to build the audience. You know, to me, that's, that's advertising. And if you already got the crowd, crowd there, you know, use it to put the dark and elevation back, you know? And to me, that's just where again, you know, he, I wish he would be more of a strong arm. Cause I feel like he's, maybe sometimes walk on eggshells with Warner, with Warner Bros discovery. I'm not sure. But to me, like just to go there and be like, yo, look at, check it out. Like, we're going to go and do this show here because we want to help build the brand, you know, and that's just it, you know, And you given it, you know, ring of honor is a paywall system. So why not have two shows on there to get people more interested in buying it, just to me, I feel like he should be filming the ring of honor show at Disney MGM, you know, once a month. And then if he's doing the, um, doing the other show there, um, you know, filming with Collision too, I just think it would help product. will help it a lot there um, as far as the, the product goes. I just think it would have a whole different kind of set of, a whole different feel to it. And again, utilizing that stuff to just build, build a better brand, be all around, be, be all around better altogether. But I do think too, we are seeing, you know, for me, I think we're seeing that. Obviously, like Tony Khan's showing he can't handle everything, you know, like like what kind of what Mark was saying before in Leroy 2. It's like the, the the shows were being stronger built. And maybe now it's like he has so much on his hands to where he's planning this stuff too far out. But the product's not being able to, to shine correctly for, for the, you know, if something, a hiccup happens. So to me, I think that's just something where, you know, he needs to realize, okay, you know, maybe I need to, you know, be patient. Because I think, you know, if the product keeps keeps on you know showing that it's a little little weak and dull then that's maybe where he's gonna start letting letting go of the reins somewhat and, and and reaching out to other people to help them book because he does have a lot of people on on the payroll already that could help him with these shows. And the one thing I do think is that he really has shown he really doesn't care about the women's division. So why not you know why not give it to the women to somebody else and be like hey okay you get the, you get this one match you get you get this tight TV time and then if they book strong then then they can earn more TV time. So that's for me personally. I would like to see him, you know, um, hand over the reins a little bit over to somebody else as far as the women go, and see if they can get him interested in the women more to where he wants to get the more TV time. Um, so really quick, while we while we have stage in the room, I just want to, you know, let's do a reset. Um, this is Wrestling Fan Insight. This is um, the Wrestling Fan Insight after Dynamite. Twitter space. I'm your host Carlos. I'm joined with John Hoppy, my co-host. We are proud to be part of the Sage Network, and so again, let's just do the reset for that. Um, you know, we're we're proud to be part of the Sage Network, and that's where you guys can find us here every Wednesday. After dynamite's over, so it's 10 o'clock Eastern. We also do another space on Sundays at 3 o'clock Eastern, 12 Pacific, and there's where we kind of record our weekly uh podcast show. And do we do a little bit of, of time afterwards to kind of do uh, um, you know, kind of what do you guys want to talk about? Segment. So, with that said, do you have something else you wanted to say, Leroy? Um, no,
3: like, um, just what I said, just, like, um, I just like, uh, I was saying. It's, this is my whole this is my whole anything like uh about like the same thing with ring of honor it's the same thing with the Indies like because it's a brown paywall uh you do you don't want you don't want to touch it and it's so it's it's all right it's all right because I feel like this is I feel like tony won't go to YouTube because he feels like that nobody won't check out like Ring of Honor on YouTube because Dark was on YouTube for like a lot, and I don't think many people watched Dark um, or Dark Elevation uh, because he thought it was they thought it was the same show. And like, I also think like um, he he I think he sh- I've always thought he should run like not just like the uh, ones in Orlando. I think he should always run like. I know they don't. I know they like to have impact running uh, this one and all, all arenas. But like, whenever he comes to Atlanta, I always think he should go come to like Center Stage. And and like being at us in the Center Stage, it's more. It's a more smaller venue, but it's a big. It's big, but kind of small. It's like a good TV size venue. And like, uh, there's lots of venues in Atlanta. That's just the main one that I think. Like, if you're not going to like the big big arenas, it's like you go to that one. So I think that's just the spirit of Ring of Honor. I think it's a, it it's supposed to be in side venues. Like nobody, and this is like how, this is gonna sound how it's gonna sound. Nobody wants to think about Ring of Honor and being in a big arenas because arena Ring of Honor is not a big arena product. It's not. It's just not. It's just not like you're not gonna hear. Fucking Ring of Honor big products. That's why like I I always like that it's in mid-sized venues and stuff like that. But like the like the, the whole ring of Honor thing is the same thing with the indies. You're not gonna watch the indies because you're not used to, you're not you're used to a main you're made used to a, a arena setting and you used to things are being bigger. Oh this is a bigger arena. Oh, this is a big company, so I'm gonna watch it. You don't go you don't wanna go into the unknown like in independent wrestling. And I and I honestly think this about people. A lot of people don't wanna check out independent wrestling because it's unknown and they don't know the talent. They don't know the thing. They don't wanna to get to know the talent or watch the talent, you know, them as performers and then get to know them and come on a ride. Like, I I'm pretty sure like when I when I uh And I still listen to underground hip-hop. Like, I've always liked underground hip-hop because I watch people's journeys. And I always tell people, if you don't like independent wrestling, then you don't like underground hip-hop. You don't like stuff that's underground. You don't like mama pop stores because that same mama pop store that you let go into, and once it gets big, you kind of don't want it no more. I know some people like that. Like, like they don't like, like certain things get back they don't fucking want it and i know some people that won't dare go in the mama pop store because it's too small or it's not a chain restaurant but i think most people are realizing if you go to a mama pop store or a smaller business them fool be smacking this should be this should be love and passion to it so a lot of people don't like to go in like the fucking eagle or the white eagle club for beyond wrestling and fucking like the, the the go to GCW even that GCW goes is a global. I already said this before. No matter if people don't like it or not, GCW is a global, international, independent promotion. And I know that's like a contrast, but it really is. It's a global, international, independent promotion without even touching TV. And even that they had that they had that uh, they had what they had at the at the Hammerstein. I think they learned that all right, we next time we get an opportunity like that, we're gonna knock that shot the I think they realized that they the core base of their fans, they really messed up with the core base of their product. They they when it got to the dance, they tried switching it up and they tried to be ECW light. And then that's what I think turned a lot of people off because they tried to be ECW Jr., but the best thing about GCW was, that hooked me, and I think it hooked a lot of different people, uh, was they was having a lot of different stuff come to the table. They had the invisible man mask. They, they had the visible, stand Invisible mask. They had Joey Janela's Spring Break. They had, had Bloodsport. They had fucking so much stuff that, well, that was in that arena Um that's why people love uh, Game Changer Wrestling because it was just a variety of different stuff. It wasn't just your deathmatch, your luchas, your fucking technical wrestling, your fucking little bit of comedy. It was a little bit of everything. And I think, like, going going to AEW, I think AEW's realizing that, oh, we need to have something for everybody. We need to have something for, like, for, like, guys who like hardcore shit we need to have something for casual fans. We need to have something for fucking uh people of Lucha Labor, since we got AAA and stuff. We need to fucking have storylines. We need to have all this kind of stuff. And then we also need to have like people who are grinding on the indies and they wanna they wanna get on like a bigger platform with a national promotion. And I'll never say major leagues cause I just think that's so what? I don't know if it's petty or whatever the case may be or like the meaning is the word. I don't like to say major comedy. I just say national television. Uh but get on national company because there's lots of guys that I know that I wrestled and or managed managed that are looking to get on ring of honor like like I said Derek Neal and fucking Adam Priest. Adam Priest, he's a good wrestler. He's <laughs> starting to, he's starting to he's starting to realize that he has a fucking personality. I told him in the car cuz we was in the car for like 20 hours. Twenty plus hours, uh, and I just told him like, "Man, you gotta start using your personality. You're a good wrestler, but the only thing that's gonna take you to the top is having a personality." I was like, "I can help you with that, but you just gotta be one to accept the help." And that's your, I was like, "That's your fucking problem." He's like, "What do you mean that's my fucking problem? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you got an angry ass, grumpy ass attitude, and you need to change that fucking grumpy ass attitude, or you need to tell people that you need to let people in." Make you endear to that grumpy ass attitude because everybody knows a grumpy person like you. You either need to change it or let people into it and let people know, or do something else. So, right when he started doing the lemon pepper priest stuff, I was like, okay, good. This is personality. You, you not only are you good in the ring, you showing people you have a personality. And I think guys like that and Billy, uh, Billy starts and Athena. And then if they just see these people in there, like a Ring of Honor has a lot of different personalities. And because it's behind a paywall, people don't want to fuck with it. People don't want to give it a chance. People don't want to give it a shot. And it's sad because AEW is good TV, but I think Tony Khan is realizing that I think he hired Chris Hero to run Ring of Honor because I, I pretty much have heard that he's like a producer for Ring of Honor, him and Jimmy Jacobs and stuff. So they do the Ring of Honor stuff and they like help out or whatever. But like, yeah, this is my whole point of like. I think it's frustrating because you kind of like, I don't want to say, I don't want to say disrespecting, but it's, I'm gonna say it anyway. You kind of disrespecting the performers if you're not watching their stuff because they're out there busting their ass. They're out there showing in in opportunity, and I get it. Like they don't like, and nobody, you know, toughest times. Are, they have tough times out there. Everybody can't afford like. Whatever is it, nine ninety nine? When you got all of these streaming services, and you probably have Hulu and everything else, but like, if it comes on YouTube, you should at least give it an opportunity. I always tell people, if it's if if it's on YouTube, you should at least give it a fucking opportunity. That's why I think people sleeping on MLW. MLW is creeping up on people, and the only reason why it's not on TV is because Stephanie McMahon knew, she knew if that should get on TV. Oh, it'd be another. It'd be another brand. It'd be another promotion that would be taking people's eyes to their promotion, and not enough to WWE and stuff. But they be knowing. They be knowing. Like Impact and fucking MOW, they out there and they putting on good quality shit. So that's why I'm looking forward to their thousand episode and shit like that. But like, but yeah, they know. They know. My well, shout out to Shorty Luke, RIP. Uh, but yeah, that's all I gotta say. Sorry, that was it.
2: I think the one I think the one thing I wanted to to counteract what you said is I think the thing that's important about um about the cable like the guys like that like the Warner Brothers Discoveries, um, the the Fox, the USA Networks is these these are the guys that are giving these guys a billion dollars right, so I think these companies are important because they're the ones that are giving the big money to AEW and WWE, so in turn. Like they're the reason that they're the reason that these companies can sign all these wrestlers, and so for me that's what I'm looking forward to. Like I keep waiting to hear the news of this Warner Brothers Discovery stuff deal, because um, you know if they're going to give them a billion dollars over five years, like it's been rumored, then that's going to put Tony Khan in the in the black, you know, and that's and that's again to where it can justify signing all these guys, and I just think the product will move forward in that direction. So I, again, I I don't want to I don't want to see the network going away because I think that's where. They make all the money, but at the same time, the streaming streaming is also giving the money out too. So I kind of feel like it goes hand in hand. But I agree with what you said. You know, to me, why not? You know, why not just call it Ring of Honor Dark and Ring of Honor Elevation? You know, and, and putting those putting those two shows back on TV, you know, so that way they can kind of build. Because I feel like for me personally, like when I used to when I used to see guys on those shows, um, then I would go catch them because 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 again, if I saw like a um, you know, Myron Reed and in warrior wrestling. And I, and I saw him before, you know, on, um you know, on, on, the um, on MLW, you know, and things like that, you know, or, or even like a Trey Miguel who I've seen, you know, in warrior wrestling too. Like there's seen a lot of these guys, war horses, wars horse is a prime example. Um, I was first introduced to war horse when he was fighting Cody Rhodes and that Cody and that challenge for the TNT title. And then getting to see him there and not seeing him sign made me want to go watch him more, on the independent scene, you know, and um, and I already seen Mance Warner, you know, from NMLW, but it was still nice to see him come and come and fight John Moxley. So I feel like that's the one thing that's being missed with with them not having these shows anymore is, is that crossover. And that's the one thing I do like about AEW, is they get to build more into these other brands. And that's even why I would like to see somebody like a Drew McIntyre become Drew Galloway again, because to see him in in AEW. Where he could wrestle, um, you know, for New Japan and go fight Okada and go fight all these other guys, like I, and go fight Will Ospreay. like I, we get to see all these other matches that we don't get to see in WWE because with WWE, it's just them and they don't, they don't want to acknowledge these other brands, you know, even though they will when it's their convenience, like they did with Cody on Wednesday, mentioning they used to be an EVP and, and then somewhere else, you know. So they only they only want to play with the other guys when it when it fits their storyline where I feel like with Tony Collins, he's kind of creating like this justice league, you know, like this United nations of wrestling. Um, and I think it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's like getting to see all these guys get to, uh, get to go other places. And even for a fan like me, you know, I know like a QT Marshall has it. Right. So for me, getting to see him go and be a champion in AAA and getting to see him utilize over there where he doesn't get the TV time here. I just think that's a beautiful thing about AEW too. And again, why they it's it's just a cool thing that they have so much talent there because they can let their talent go play elsewhere and and go help other brands and kind of make the whole wrestling business as a whole stronger so I think that's one thing that I do love about Tony Khan and AEW and one of the reasons I want to see them succeed and for me again I I I watch the ratings and things like that and I watch other stuff because I think I, I I'm interested in the business but to me as long as the people that are writing the checks are happy I'm happy too I have a question for you guys that are on the East coast. It just kind of goes through the ring of honor product. So when WWE is on the West coast, like let's say, you know, they're coming, they're coming to SmackDown here in Sacramento at the end of this month, and it's going to be a five o'clock show. Could you guys do like, if they did like a six o'clock show and on the East coast instead of eight o'clock, do you think people would still go? Or does it have to be like a later show?
3: I think, I think, um, I think people will be down. I think people like early shows. It just has to be like, I feel like if it's like, I, I don't know if it's like six o'clock, but like I feel like five, six o'clock, seven o'clock, like it's going to end at eight and people are like, that's cool. Like if it's a three hour show and ends at eight, that's cool. I think people will like it. Uh, it would be out of the ordinary because it not really happen on the East Coast. Um, they don't really have shows like that have in that that are early and shit. I know lots of people like okay, so I, I um, I when, when it was on when when WrestleMania was in in LA and I was on go there, the, I couldn't find the fucking couldn't find them. I couldn't find. I really didn't. I kind of gave up and. Fr- Finding a place, and I think that was my own downfall. But also, I didn't have a, I didn't have a particular ride, so I think that's why I didn't fucking go. But other than that, other people that was telling me on the West Coast, it was like, man, we watched this whole wrestling show, and oh, it's it's still light out. Oh, okay, oh, okay, it's still stuff to do. Okay, so they were they were shocked, and like that was pretty cool because normally when you're East Coaster. And wrestling goes off. It's like 10 or 11. And he was like, oh, we might as well go back to the hotel. But, like, when it happened, it was, like, I don't know, like 9 o'clock or something over there. And it was like, oh, we can still do shit. Oh, okay. So I think it's just a shock to a lot of East Coasters. Me, I I think I'm going to find one day I'm going to go up to the West Coast and both, like, I want to go to, like, Southern Cali and North Cali. Um, so I uh that's my plan to do, but I think it's just a shock to people if that happened though. I think any mean, east coasters know that if that should happen they'd be like, Oh, this is kind of cool, but we're kind of shocked that it's ending at eight o'clock. That this three hour show is ending at eight o'clock and it's still stuff to do and shit. So, like, I don't know, it also depends on that particular person because you never know, people. Will still go out or still go back home or whatever the case may be, but like I think a lot of people be shocked. We get an East Coaster. I can't speak for everybody, but like I think I would be kind of shocked if that happened. If I was going to a WWE show, like I, I think I don't go to WWE shows. I haven't been to one in years, uh, not because I'm anti-WWE or nothing. Like, I just don't like the fucking pyro. I don't even like when pyro does it at AEW. And I've been to like a couple of AEW shows, and I just. I'm a big fan of pyro. So, and also sitting in the in nosebleeds. So I kind of like, don't do that. That's why I, particularly why I didn't go to WWE shows, but pretty much when I went to AEW, I've had good seats. So if I had got good seats, yeah, sure.
2: And I'm just, and again, for me, cause I think like we're talking about the ring of honor thing. Like if they're going to, if they're going to keep recording it, you know, before, before, if they're going to keep recording it with collision, I'd rather see them like do a six o'clock start time, you know, yeah, you know, like at you know at the arena, you know, and and like and they could even like let the fans who are there all sit ringside, and then have the, you know and then end the show like at seven thirty, you know, or seven forty-five, and then and then and then reset it for half an hour, then then do like the collision afterwards. I just think if they were filming, if they were filming Ring of Honor before before collision instead of after. I just think it would would give the product a lot better chance to look better on TV and also make people maybe want to tune in more. I think filming it after collision just hurts the product because I feel like it's like you're it's almost like going to go see, you know, you're going to go see Taylor Swift in concert and she plays first. Then her opening act is closing the show. You just you wouldn't do that. Right. So like to me, like it's just if if they played it better. (laughs) <laughs> on TV, to where you know you had the you know the the bigger the bigger band should be opening should be closing the show. So to me, it's like you know if they you know if you're gonna have if you're gonna have you know Ring of Honor tape there, tape it before Collision, not afterwards, and that way the the, the energy in the room isn't taken out of the whole crowd. That's where I would think the earlier start time would benefit the whole product all around together.
3: Oh, uh, John wants
1: to say something. Go ahead, John. Oh no, I just did thumbs down. That's all.
2: To what Taylor Swift? Uh,
1: yeah. Oh,
2: I know you're gonna be in the theater to go see her show. Don't you? Don't gotta hate.
1: Oh, go see her Hung Bucks or something.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Dark Order. The Dark Order owns the Hung Bucks now. Sorry.
3: <laughs> so I, I, I when I was at the fucking tapings recently, um, which you know I I kind of kicked myself because I didn't even record nothing. I was shocked. Like, when I left, I was like, man, I didn't record nothing. I didn't even, like, get, like, nothing for my, like, uh, I don't even do a blog because I don't even go nowhere no more. But, like, I used to do a blog. But uh, I was like, I I put people on Instagram and stuff. So I was like, I didn't even record nothing. But they had, so this is what the setup was, Carlos and everybody else. Um, they They had Ring of Honor before. Before Collision, because Collision was the main show they was going to show, and so Ring of Honor came out. They had the Ring of Honor tapings, People was people was rocking and rolling. They was they was into it, uh, and then they had Collision for like that hour, and and that's about it. Like, um, they, uh, they, uh, I think they, I think they like tape like like um, so. I think they had, like, they had they had Dynamite, but they, I think they, like, this, record, they recorded what they recorded, but, like, it was earlier in the night, I probably was, like, what I was thinking, and then, and then, like, also Collision, Collision, and then Ring of Honor, but it was, it was mainly Ring of Honor, Collision, though, but they had Ring of Honor first, and they mainly had Collision, but, so... Because of all in and they was going to Wembley and I was like, I asked one of my homies that was backstage. I was like, Oh, are they gonna do this often? Are they gonna go to like fucking Saturday and like have Ring of Honor, uh, Ring of Honor first and then Collision? It's like they they normally do that, but most of the times they have Rampage and fucking um, they have Rampage and fucking they have Rampage and uh, Collision and stuff so they mainly do those type tapings. But if they did ring of honor and collision, I told them that'd be fire. Um, that's what, so
2: were, were you at were you at the show where QT Marshall defended his title?
3: Yeah in Atlanta. Yeah outside of Atlanta yeah
2: yeah so that was so that was I so was, you were there when they filmed they filmed you were there when they filmed because they were going to Wembley yeah they filmed they filmed Rampage and Collision together where they usually film collision and in, in uh they usually film mm-hmm. collision yeah, they usually film Collision and, and Ring of Honor together. But with that you were there, they were filming Collision and next week's Rampage.
3: It, it, it everybody, everybody was moving fast. Everybody was, it, it was kind of like a calm cast. Everybody was cool, and calm. But everybody was also like walking around fast and doing stuff and whatever. But I didn't really bother too many people. I just just like I kind of like don't like going backstage all that often. I just go backstage because I just want to like, see the homies. And I I kind of like, this This is how it's going to sound, how it's going to sound. I kind of like stopped trying to get, like, asking for opportunities, like that type of shit. This is like on some personal shit. I sort of stopped. Like, I wanted to be on Ray of Honor, but like, if they, I feel like this, if you, if you're ever at the factory, you see me, you, 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 you know, you would get, you can get a hold of me. So it's like, now that I don't like, I'm not like everybody else, and this is gonna sound how, like I said. It's gonna sound it hard ass. I'm not begging Sean Dean for opportunities because I'm trying to get on Ring of Honor and shit. I asked him one time. He didn't. He didn't say. He didn't look at it. He said, "Yeah, we'll see what we got and whatever." And I was like, "Cool. If you don't put me on, cool. I, I'm going to like." This is the thing I think in my in my life and in my career. If I'm where people are trying to be, because a lot of people are. Trying to be where I'm trying to be at the factory. Even that we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not affiliated with AEW at, at all. We just have people that work for AEW, and that's about it. When Cody was there on a regular, regular semi basis, that's when we was really like um, affiliated with. When Shug was doing coaching and stuff like that, it's like what three, two, three years ago, maybe like two thousand. Twenty up into two thousand and twenty one, maybe September of 2021, is when we was when we was associated with AEW. Cause I remember that we, um, a lot of the trainees we couldn't fucking, a lot of the, uh, people who trained there we couldn't fucking touch on the AEW guys. I I wanted to get in. I wanted to get in there with so many different people. Darius Martin. I wanted to get in the ring with. Him. I was, I I literally said to Lee because I know Lee. I was like, Lee, let's get in the ring, let's it. And it was like, Oh, I can't do that. I was like, What? Why not? He's like, Oh, because Tony do not want me to get in there, and I might hurt myself. I was like, Oh, okay, fair enough. Like Q T had told me that many times. I think that's the b- bummer part about that shit. Is like people want. A W W affiliated with the Nightmare Factory, but the Nightmare Factory people can't get in there with like, Lee Mariarty and shit. Like after we started being affiliated, I can get in there with like uh, people if they came up there. I remember I had a fucking banger match, and I didn't record. Well, I, I never really I don't say I didn't record it. I had my friend record it. I had my friend close on remote, A.K. Charlie Ramon, record it, and I never really asked for the footage. But there's footage around. Me and Jamie Hayter are uh, getting to it, grappling and shit. And I had a banger match and shit like that. So, But um, no, nah, I was there. I was there. MJF was walking around. I told him. He's like, oh, what's up, Leroy? I was like, what's up, rat? <laughs> what's up, rat bastard? Okay. He's like, you still mad at me? I was like, oh, no, I'm just calling you what you are. Like, you, you, you call yourself a scumbag. I'm calling you a rat bastard. It's a difference. Like, that's my version of scumbag, I say, you know. But I was like, you're everybody else's rat bastard, though. But see, this is the thing. I know you're a rat bastard because I used to be one. This is the thing. I was like... Uh, I just... Uh, I just uh, I just pretendedly will call him a rat and what it is. I was hanging out and talking to Ricky. Um, Timmy Guevara was pretty busy. QT... I don't really be talking to QT because QT be running around like a fucking get chicken with a head cut off. You know, I, I was the uh song uh three, six not 36 six mafia uh uh fucking Project Pack song Chicken Head. Uh but chicken head. So uh I said that a lot of times. Um and that's be cool and I just I I think what I need what I, I offered to do and like go back there is not for opportunity, it's to make myself feel comfortable in big settings. Cause like I don't know. Whenever I go to AEW, I don't feel like comfortable. If that makes any sense, like I don't like. I think it's because it's the the, the whole and I and I'm not saying nobody makes me feel uncomfortable, but like it's just the whole big arenas, there's people running around, sort of stuff going on. Like, uh, I went, I go sometimes just to, just to, just to try to get myself, um, you know, comfortable with being back there, but I just got to learn how to be comfortable and also just to hang out, like, literally just to hang out, but that's really what it is. Uh, other than that, it was a good show. It was a good show when I went. Um, I don't know. Um, I have a, I was talking to Carly Bravo, talking to Sean Dean, and we were just chilling and whatever. Um, Trish Adore talking to him, talking Sky Blue, like, I think to try to stay away from Ruby because I don't, I don't, you know, I think I, I think I creeped her out or whatever, you know, that's just, that's, the, the, I think I've said that before, but, uh, yeah, I kind of stayed away from that situation. Other than that, it was real cool. Uh, I know this was a long ass, whatever fucking ramble, but yeah, it was good. It was cool.
2: So, like, so do you, do you think that because Cody's in WWE now that they shy away, they shy away from using the factory guys now? Is that why?
3: No, I think they still use the factory guys. I just think they're not heavily for heavily heavily um, affiliated with them because I think Tony's issues, like he, from what from what they tell, what QT told me is like none of us can get in there ring. You know, none of the night class people can get in there with the contracted guys because he didn't want the contracted guys being hurt. And I and and. I, I literally told QT, and I was like, and that's the thing, and I tell anybody this, because people know I'll talk to anybody and I'll say anything about how I feel, I, but also I also think that's, the, that's why people don't want to give me a fucking job, because I'll tell you to your fucking face about what I think, and it's like, I have to hold my opinions. Um, I literally think that's the only reason why I'm not fucking hired other than, other than me and not they see him I'm not ready or whatever the case may be. But that's literally my 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 mouth can like I'll tell I'll tell anybody about their opinions and I literally said the QT. I was like, if anything, we should be getting in there with the AEW people to be learning and shit, especially especially not only just learning, but like from like watching them, but like getting in there. with uh, – I if you know they're you know the the whole thing is called your elite, all elite, right? Well, if we're training and we're trying to be an elite wrestling, well. Well, shouldn't we be getting in there with the elite athletes than the elite wrestlers and shit? And he was like, you know what, Leroy, you, you're right, but Tony won't let it, you get in there. And it was like, it was kind of frustrating. So kind of like when we stopped being more elite, less affiliated with the promotion, I think that was more better because if you gum down on the factory on your own time, you can still get in there with one of us and we can uh we can you know run a match or whatever so i think tony was just a little he was a little hesitant to doing it and i would have told him like tony why you ain't gonna give us an opportunity to get in there and grapple and stuff like i i i honestly think i honestly think i was like i was nervous but i don't know why i should have been nervous because i'm comfortable around like Somebody said this to me one time. He's like, You're comfortable around being on the indies and shit, but you're not comfortable being on a major company. And my friend was like, You're just, fr- you're afraid of the major leagues. And all of us. I was like, You're talking like a W fan person, bro. I'm just, I, I am, I am scared either way. Like, I don't like, even if it was World Wrestling Entertainment, AEW, I don't like big settings. I never did. Like, even as a kid, like when we went to, her, like, a lot of people don't know this i'm a theater kid also on top of being a a wrestler wrestling on the mats i did a lot of concert venues and i didn't like big concert venues anyway because i don't know it's just something about big arenas like fucking freaks me the fuck out um that's just personal shit like i don't know that's just (laughs) that's just me like um it's kind of like for a while like jade intimidated i ain't gonna lie jade intimidated shit out of me because that one is like she's like goddess level fine like you know how you just see people like they are movie stars type shit she's like a walking living breathing kind of book of like how fine she is and i ain't gonna lie, it kind of intimidated me it kind of was like like even if i even i found out she was married i still don't want to talk to her because it was just like the fuck I got? What 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 do I have to talk with Jade about? Like, she's fucking drop dead gorgeous. She's a fucking millionaire. She's fucking like, like what the fuck? What 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 do we? <laughs> what the fuck do we gotta comment like? Like, but my friends had told me like she's just a normal person. You gotta talk to her. I, I get it, but like, it, it's. I was like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, she's like, you know, I don't know, but she. I think she. I think I think I told I, I I told her that I told her I was like kind of like scared of it like the scared not scared of her but like scared of her like how she looks and then how she is and like she carries a certain way so it's like you know I'm not gonna put up with bullshit I'm not trying to like hit on her I don't want to think like I'm hitting on her because I'm kind of flirty so it, I didn't want her to be feeling uncomfortable because then she could have been like I don't like this or whatever and I just try to be respectful and shit like of that core but. Nah, um, I know I got a little on a tangent about Jay, but like um I think that's about a, a the the rest of the factory people. Like pretty much everybody's being being brought up by me. And I think it's only by design because of myself of like not putting into like being to AEW to be honest, because and it's not even over the punch it. Um it's mainly because I've been there so many times and I have been doing no, new, no, number no stuff and new, no, no more opportunities. And it was like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a person. If you don't want me, you don't want me. Like, and you don't have to, they was like, Oh, you're not ready for AW yet. Or, and I'll try to get on ring of honor and shit like that. And I'm like, Oh, you're not ready for ring of honor. Even as a manager, like even as a manager, like, Oh, you're, you you cool but we got enough managers it's like i'm not gonna push the situation so i just like i go up there i hang i do my thing that's probably pretty much it and i really i really do want to get on impact wrestling or mlw that's actually my goal but if that don't happen it's what it is but i'm gonna try as much as i I can so
2: like how do they how do they decide like who can wrestle because because like i remember like when swerve fought nick wayne at at prestige and in uh In Seattle, or whatever, like they were fighting like a hard, like, like going balls to the walls. And then when I went to go see like Brian Cage in Sacramento, like I could tell he was wrestling safe. But so, was it so? Is it Tony Khan like telling the talent yes or no, or they, or do you guys just kind of go off on their own sometimes? Uh,
3: it's it's a it's a thing, a little bit of both. I think, um, I pretty much know this, like, um, if QT and Billy. And people, uh, uh, coaches and producers feel like you're, like, you're progressing in training and you're doing pretty good and like, what it is. Like, if they, if they feel like you're doing good shit, this is what I know from a factory. I can't know from, like, outside. But, like, if they feel like you're good and you're progressing. Like, they had a big-ass tryout fucking one day, like, actually recently, and they invite me because because apparently uh, I'm not ready for shit. I don't know. I, I did come from I did feel some type of way but at the end, I kind of put that on my own because like I really wasn't, I haven't been really trying to get in the AEW to be honest. I haven't been really trying to get on the Ring of Honor. I have like in the past but like, I was like, oh, you know I've done like stuff with them and it was like, uh, okay that was good and then they never show it they never like show it like I've taped stuff for them and then they never they never show it, but it's like uh they'll use me for stuff and they're like, let's see if this person's good for this. And like you I couldn't even tell you how many times like I've I've been with numerous of groups of like, oh Nestle would be good with this person, oh Nancy would be good to that person. But then they never like get me into it. And so like and and I was told recently, and I can share this because Fuck it, I don't give a fuck. They know i will be on it. The, they know i will be in the spaces. Uh, I was told recently, it's like, yeah, you, we we can't give you a fucking opportunity, fucking with a ring of honor and shit like that, because one, um, um, you, we don't think you're ready for like what what it has to be. And I was like, physically and all that kind of stuff. I know physically, and I'm also I also am getting into shape because of me. I just realized that I don't. I think that was always my thing. Like, I need to get in shape for AEW, or I need to get in shape for GCW. So now I'm just getting in shape for me. I'm getting in shape for like I need to lean down because I want to. I want to be leaner. And also, like I said, I'm too. I'm too. I'm too. I don't like to say blunt, but I'm too very opinionated. And like they don't. I QT has told me you can't just be going up to everybody and talking to everybody. And I don't like to be that shy kid because, or that shy guy, but, like, I kind of got to have to be. For example, right, you can't tell people that they can't use real glass. Huh?
5: For example, you can't tell people they, can't, they that
0: they're not allowed to use real glass.
3: Or that they uh, these real no, things. I. My problem is not even the glass shit. My problem is no, I. Cool. Cool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I he just He's just he just biting this conversation. I go, I like it, Hamlin. Hamlin's 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 fighting for the microphone. I dig it.
3: <laughs> no, 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 not not take up all the time. But like, this is my basis thing. I'll let Hamlin get into know. it. when he got to get into it. Um, my whole my whole thing is like. I was told that I can't just be coming up to any person, like, you know, just having random, like, random interactions and shit like that, and even that's what you should be doing, but you can't just be doing that normally, let's, like, call people, you know, I- I'll call MJF a rap bastard, but I've been doing that shit. But, like, I can't just be calling out people, you know, because some people get, they'll get in their feelings, they'll get mad, and it's like, it's like, oh, you didn't do nothing, nothing. but it's just, like, people are sensitive now, like, they they can't, they won't. They won't. They don't respect. What do I say when I say don't respect? They don't understand you how you do certain things. Uh, QT said so you know you can't go up to fucking uh, Panetta before it and be like, oh, you know, you cool and everything, but you 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 and your you and your husband, uh, Kip Sabin, he's all right looking or or whatever the fuck I would say or something like that. Like they don't want me to to like. They say random stuff and I have a pride with somebody and stuff. So I gotta like try to like talk to people if they talk to me or like if they're like I'm walking down and like a says, What's up, dude? I'm like, Oh, it's not much, man? So um that's the thing that I've learned, like I can't just be randomly just talking to people like I'm on the fucking roster. Like I know then and, and I obviously thought the, I talked QT like I thought that was bullshit because I was like if we're, if we're like, associates or peers, like, we're fellow wrestlers, then are we supposed to be talking? He's like, yeah, what, you just can't be doing shit like that. And so I just feel like that I am not the fit for AEW. Like, I've done multiple shit. It just doesn't work. And it's it's not even, like, an on thing with me. I think it's just, like, they can't have another... What? they can't have another wild card. Cause if you think about it, they just had Joey janelle in there. And he's a wild card. So he didn't have me in it. I'm a wild card. They can't have another wild card in there. <laughs> they, can't, they can't they can't like cause he does whatever thing. Like from what when, when I was hanging out with him, he kinda like does his thing. Like it's only do it was only just me and him. And like he has a few friends, but that's about it. Like nobody really fuck with him because he's a wild card and they don't like talking to wildcard people because that's what it is. I don't know. It's it's weird because I'll talk to anybody, but like I was You'll told. Find I,
2: You'll I, find it. You'll find it, dude. I think I think I think you know keep, keep keep striving for it. And I think, you know, keep 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 it going, Leroy. And I, I hope that you I hope that you find your place because I think that you do have something to offer man. And I hope that you get it. But I want to give I want to give Hamlin a talk a chance to talk real quick. Yeah 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 so I, go I, ahead go like ahead the, Hamlin.
3: Going on a long time. time. So go ahead Hamlin. Hey, what's up, yeah? How are you doing, me? man? Did we all see the
2: We did. Yeah, we did.
0: No. Father of the Year, Christian Cage, doing great work, <laughs> as always.
2: Jesus
3: motherfucking said Father
0: of
5: the Year. He's a great guy. He's teaching his daughter the value of things. All right.
2: He's get a little closer her- to your mic, Campblin. if you can get a little closer to the mic I can really hear you. No, can you get a little closer to the mic, or are you trying to reset, or what are you doing? Go
5: ahead. Yeah, I was just trying, I was just resetting my mic.
2: Oh, there we go. Okay, cool. Is this better? Yeah, it's better. You, no, no, you I was saying right? Christian
5: Cage. No, Christian Cage, great guy, teaching his his daughter how <laughs> how to strive, how to become a champion. What a what a, what a role He's simply just <laughs> the best. All right? He's teaching P he, see he's giving all these fatherless children real mentors.
3: Oh a God. real
5: mentor
3: to look up to. How so to be, be stone faced at a press conference the whole fucking time. I was like, you No, know, that was God. great. I was like, good God, I couldn't do that the whole time. Just look mean what? looking at that. <laughs> I already hey,
2: said I, 20, 20, I said I said if they don't, if they don't get I already said, if they, don't, if they don't have a Hallmark, if they don't have a Christian Cage Father's Day line, then they're, then they're missing an opportunity. I don't know what we're doing here. That's what I said earlier.
5: Oh, bro, I already, no, I already have it ready for you. You see Nick, Darby, or no, not Darby, Nick, Wardlow, uh, who else didn't have a father that he feuded with, Jungle Jack. I know that all of you, this is a sad <laughs> day for you guys. And I'm sorry that your dads are no longer here. But all your, but all of your mothers, call Christian Cage their daddy. They'll say some <laughs> shit like that. I already know.
2: Well, again, I think they, they did, I, I think for next year, like I said, they need. They need to have Father's Day's cards, you know, for Christian Cage on AEW shop. Oh, yeah. if they don't. If they don't. If they don't have that, they're missing an up. Op- they're missing an marketing opportunity.
5: <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, Christian Cage is the best. Plus, he's a fellow. Plus, he's a fellow Canadian. So you know, I gotta represent. Right? Gotta show love for the. Fellow I'll be forgetting
3: Canadian. that you're Canadian, bro.
5: Right? But, like... No, he's a no, Christian Cage is just... He's, he's just the best, right? This this is the second best thing Christian has done in his entire career. Uh, if you're wondering what first is, it's when he had the whole one more match run in, like, 2011 with Randy.
3: Oh, yeah, that was bold.
5: Right? Because, like, I wasn't around for the Attitude Era, so I didn't see that, but the whole one more match thing with Randy Orton, that was great. No, Christian Cage fucking rules. Like, I remember. Look, the main reason that I watch Saturday nights is, is no longer here, and uh, I don't want to get canceled on spaces, so I can't speak any further on the matter. But Brian Danielson is key, is on collision now, and Christian Cage is on collision. I'm a happy guy. But God, Dynamite was good. At Swerve Strickland said what said what needed to be said to Adam Page for so long. I finally hope. That we get the that, that we get the old Adam Page back. The guy see, I, who,
2: I, I think I think I think they should be on collision too. I think I think that fee should be on collision no, as
5: well. No, 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 no. Keep keep Adam Page keep Adam Page on Dynamite. No, no, fuck that. I don't want to see him on Saturdays.
0: <laughs> okay.
5: I, I don't say that in a bad way. It's just because like the stuff that they that the elite does right, the like the melodrama and the types of matches they have, that's a dynamite thing. Right. You're not gonna see the elite uh, the elite. And Adam Page more specifically wrestling 20 minute 80s style fucking house show tag matches, right? Like almost every collision main event, right, for the first like seven weeks was just a house show tag match. I mean, yeah, right.
2: No, and so what about so what about the Blackpool Combat Club on collision? All of them.
5: No, no, they're a dynamite act too. Brian Danielson himself, Christian Cage, Ricky Starks, Bullet Club Gold, right? Keep the guys who aren't as like I don't want to say this like I don't want to say like as indie, but like you get what I'm trying to say, right?
3: Yeah, good. this good pro wrestling style. Yeah, I got
5: you. Like, like, keep the guys who are more like traditional pro wrestling. Keep those guys on Collision, and keep Collision the serious, the serious show, right? Because that's been the whole appeal. Because let's be honest, the the reason the reason people watch Collision is because they want to see what's different. They don't want it to become a Dynamite 2.0. And if you get all these people on collision, that's yep. gonna to be tough. I said it early. Right? And like it's not it's not disrespectful to any of these guys, they're all great talents, right? Mm-hmm. And Some people, right? Like Darby, Swerve, Christian, they can go back and forth because they can do either style. Mm-hmm. But the elite specifically, no, they're a dynamite actor through and
3: through. Yeah. I definitely agree. Like I was saying earlier to Carlos that um fucking um derek Neal was on there because he's a traditional pro wrestler and yep. even though he got jobbed out uh yep. he, he's still a, a traditional pro wrestler he got i always right. i told him like uh one and like the new south locker room that he like, he reminded yeah. me of bam bam gordy and he was just amazed that i knew right. who that was i was like yeah he's like howdy i was like i'm, I'm, I'm in my i'm in my 20s my, oh, like 30s or whatever but yeah i know right. my stuff uh right. Yeah, like, like yeah, you gotta have the traditional traditional guys, you gotta have the nope. fucking and the infantry there, you gotta have the fucking right. uh iron I mean, like, savager stuff. Right. Yeah. Like this is what I do, right? The way
5: collision is right now, there's two who build that brand around. Ricky starts, right? Brian Danielson is gonna he he has to step into CM Punk's role, which is like he's the main he's like the singer piece of the show, right? Like the, like right, he's the singer piece of the show, he's the guy whose fingerprints are on everything, right? And from Dan- and from wh- and from most of Danielson's stuff, he's, he he does he doesn't like to do the ha ha comedy. I right? he doesn't li- and he doesn't really like to do like the fucking hardcore matches and all that, right? So, keep Danielson as like the f- as like the star. Build that shit around the in ring exploits of Bullet Club Gold, FTR, right? R- FTR, Ricky Starks, Christian and Luchasaurus, right? Keep the keep basically keep the way keep the show the way it is because it's working, right? I know
2: just substitute just substitute Danielson for Punk.
5: I mean, no, not and not just Danielson for Punk, right? But get guys who wouldn't really stand out that much on Diamond. Let's be honest. Jay White was doing Jay White and Juice Robinson were doing fuck all. Can I swear? Of
2: course.
5: <laughs> okay, I don't. I don't know. Some people like post this, right? So I, don't, I just want to be short. Sure. like. Now, Jay White and Ru- Juice Robinson, they were doing a whole lot of nothing before before Collision started. Ever since Collision, dude, I'm not going to lie, Juice Robinson has been my favorite person to watch on TV. I fucking love this man. Well, right? he's,
2: he's second. My first is Card Cardblade, then then Juice. You
5: know? <laughs> of, course, of course, of course, of course, right? The guns, look at the guns. I don't think, I, I actually think of them as the guns instead of the ass boys now. That's yep. how they've been. Ever since Collision started, right? Because they're serious. They're young, athletic, and they fit in so well with Jay and Juice, right? Because I mean the, the dynamic works so well because you have the two hotheads, right, which is Juice and Colton. and Austin. And then you have right, you have the you have the middle athletic guy, which is Colton, and then you have the leader, the face, and the fucking the tactician and the smart guy, which is Jay White. It just works. All literally all they're missing is a heavy, right? I'm telling you, Will Hobbs and Bullet Club Gold, perfect. Right? He I mean there's a there's an easy storyline to do it too, right? Have Bullet Club Gold say, right? They can say, look, we we've been winging a lot of our matches recently. But for some reason, it just feels like we need so we need somebody to watch our backs. And who bet, right? I would have said Big Bill first, but he's doing his thing with Ricky Starks. So put Will Hobbs in there. He ain't doing shit. Right? He's not doing nothing.
2: What about Wardlow?
5: Hobbs is a heavy? Eh. Uh, uh. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm not <laughs> like, okay how do I say this Hobbs I think works more because if you want cuz I don't know man if I if I rang into both of these guys in an alley I'd be I'd be more scared of Will Hobbs right If you ask Will Hobbs to make a mean face and you ask Wardlow to make a mean face who looks meaner Will Hobbs Well right? so,
2: so I'll be honest when I, when I when I saw when I saw them in San Francisco the only guy I was intimidated to talk to you was Will Hobbs 100% Right,
5: I mean, he's like, dude, he's like a fucking sweetheart. He's he's like, like one of the oh, he's, by what
2: you ever. mean he's the nicest guy ever. Yeah, but to go up to him and talk to him, he's the one guy I was intimidated of, for sure, one hundred percent. Like,
5: like when you like when you actually like hear him in interviews and you just talk to him, he seems like a he seems like a lovely guy, right? Father to three kids, right? I don't know, like uh, I was listening to an interview that the guy has, does. He has three. He has two teenagers and two. He has a teenager, two, uh, uh, two like what do you call it? It's like eight year olds or whatever. And debate. middle school I don't know, kids. How yeah, the fuck this guy has. Yeah, I don't know how this guy has any time, right? And he's jacked, and he looks great. He can talk. He's not the greatest, but you got Jay White, you got Juice Robinson for that. You got the guns. You're telling me the guns and Jay the guns and Will Hobbs as a trio wouldn't be amazing, right? Have Colton Gun just annoy the shit out of the, uh, out of. Sorry, have Austin Gun just annoy the shit out of the opponent, and then hide behind Will Hobbs. Like I, I mean, I, would, I
2: mean again, I I would be okay with it. I, I kind of like I like the idea of Hosby on his own, especially after he he they tried to put him with the QT group and it didn't work again. I mean, again, if it was my if it was my way. We we would still have Team Taz. I love Team Taz. I still I miss those guys all together. Well,
5: yeah. I mean, but the thing with the QT thing was right. The problem with QT is QT. There's a perception with QT Marshall on TV that he's a jobber and that he's not a guy meant to be taken seriously. Right. Well, let's be yeah. honest, because I'm not saying this about him, like, backstage. Enough, just his character on television has basically just been – he's been a lower-card job guy, mostly, right? And the guy who does the comedy skits, he was the guy who got hit in the face with the fucking uh, birthday cake when it was Brody Jr.'s birthday, right? That's what QT Marshall has been. How can you tell me to take this guy seriously when uh, – how can you tell me to take this guy seriously Correct. with Will Hunt,
2: right? I agree, and it's like they—it was something that was in—it was in the pipeline for a while, and they ju- they jumped on it too quickly, and it just didn't work out. So I mean, at least, and again, at least, at least I guess at least they recognized it wasn't working, and they changed course. But um, I love QT, so I was hoping it was gonna work out. But I hear, I hear you.
5: Like, and that so that's that's what you need to do with collision, right? Keep it the serious wrestling show, right? So that because AEW is always about having a buffet, <laughs>
1: right?
5: Well, wrestling, yeah, you need that, you need some old, like, you need the old school fucking North Carolina shit, right? <laughs> like, I mean, again, I don't want to, like, give this guy, like, uh, basically, I- I'm not saying be Jim Cornette, but book the style of wrestling that he would do, right? Because that's what, that's basically what Collision is being. I don't know if you guys have noticed, right? It's based it's like Punk's version of Collision was basically what people, what old school wrestling fans want WWE to be. That is exactly what Collision was because
3: it was serious. I, I, I get what you're saying,
5: yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. It's got that. that that's what you got to keep Collision as a serious wrestling show, and you have the, and you have the melodrama shit, right? And the uh, um, and the super indie stuff on Dynamite because that's what the show's been, right? Like MJF and Adam Cole in the environment of Collision would just feel wrong because it's so opposite to everything they're doing. Same thing with the stuff that the young bucks and uh, a- Adam Page have done. Here.
3: Yeah, they should be sticking people like uh, Ethan Page on there and stuff like that. Thank yeah. you. So, not Matt Hardy. i
5: Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy's just terrible,
0: but Ethan Matt, Page, Hart- Matt Hardy's best wrestling move is tagging to Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I mean,
5: yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, no, Ethan Page as Ethan Page as as a singles guy, or hell. Here's one. We need some more tag teams, right? FTR needs guys to face. So why not reform Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page?
0: Where's Scorpio Sky been? They said he had an injury, but it wasn't that he serious. Just came.
5: He recently just he recently just came back. Like literally I think he was in the ba- I think he was like in the battle royal. Oh. Yeah, he was on collision and shit. He was on um. yeah, he was on collision, right?
2: Yeah, he was. He was on the battle royal.
5: Right. So yeah, exactly. He was in the battle royal. Like, again, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. Get rid of you know, right? Bring Dan Lambert back if you want. Honestly, I like Dan Lambert. I know know a lot of people did
3: it. I did. Fair enough. Yeah, I was saying earlier, they should have more tag teams like the Iron Savages. Like, bring in the people they had from Ring of Iron. Bring like the Infantry, Iron Savages, like uh, other tag teams. Right. Like in more hair. like
5: classic tag teams, put them on. Television.
3: Yeah,
5: right. Like people like the Dark Order, put them on Dynamite. Exactly. Right. Or just not on TV at all. That would be my preference. For you.
3: <laughs> God damn.
5: Hey, I'm sorry, <laughs> man. I'm sorry. Okay, I can't. I
3: can't take the Dark Order too. I just can't.
5: I think. I think.